BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard as we're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino Fun Show lined up uh, today over the next three hours. Uh, We have plenty of NFL to discuss and get into. Major League Baseball happenings from last night. Big news in that sport as well. And, Paulie, it was the uh, debut of Hard Knocks with the New York Jets last night. And, uh, you know, HBO, they do a great job with the the production on that show and, well, pretty much any show that they get behind. And I thought episode one was, uh, you know, it's a typical beginning, trying to set the tone for any team that's ever been on Hard Knocks. But it was also, I mean, I I thought it was pretty, pretty well done. Uh, the writing is always good. Aaron Rodgers, I actually thought, was uh, was fairly entertaining, believe it or not. He he showed a really good side last night, in my opinion. And uh, he likes to have fun. And he did so with uh, you know his new OC, Nathaniel Hackett. And Hackett came across as a guy that it makes sense when you watch him you know, mic'd up that a guy like Rodgers or other players would be like, yeah, that, that's a pretty good dude, and I like him. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, the hype, we talked about this yesterday, the hype was already there for this team. They acknowledged it right out of the gates last night on episode one. Um, Salah did, talking about he had this eagle versus crow comparison that you know coaches are going to do whatever they can to fire their teams up. But the hype was already there. And uh, with this show now on nationally, and people are going to love it and fall in love with uh, this team and Rodgers probably, I would imagine the hype's only going to get you know 10 times what it was before the show even started. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you don't have haters, you ain't popping, right? I really wanted to tweet that out last night, but if you get talking to the guys here though, that uh, behind the glass, it's just like, well, was it just a basic hard knocks episode though? It, it kind of was. But that yeah. was, uh, you know, I go back and forth though too, but it's just, I mean, the AFC is so stacked. I mean, again, they're only like a dollar forty to make the playoffs, and that's but they got to end this drought first things first. You know, twelve years without being in the playoffs is ridiculous. Uh, but I, I just think, and you saw it a little bit last night, to realize what they have in Rodgers, not so much how good he is. But it's what they had last year with, with with Wilson. So going from Wilson to Rodgers with something to prove, how it ended in Green Bay, people taking shots at him. Uh, I just think, you know, I'd, I, I'd like to see him make the playoffs. Can they make a deep run? They certainly have the talent. I mean, you have a top five defense. They, I still stand by it. They would have made the playoffs last year if Mike White was the quarterback the whole year. But uh, but again, we'll, we'll see. They You know, it's a very good team. But again, they they 
be no surprise if they miss just because the conference is so damn oh, no, good. No doubt. I mean, there was a, a part last night, and a lot of the players, the coaches, when Rodgers would make a certain throw, I mean, they were in awe of what that guy can right. do. The sideline pass to Wilson. With his pinpoint yes. you know, precision, accuracy. And there was a spot on the show last night where the defensive coordinator had the entire you know defense in the room, and he's breaking it down on the big screen, and he just he kept stopping it and pausing like a John you know John Madden would do on Monday Night Football, and he just he was kind of like almost laughing and he goes, "Do you guys realize how many games we're going to be in this year?" He go and he's pointing up to the screen again. And he goes, "He might be the one person on the planet that can make that throw." Yeah, and we like I think yeah. Sauce Gardner was in coverage. He's like. That's not happening against us. He's our quarterback. Mm-hmm. So nobody else in the league that we have to play will make that throw. He goes, that has to make you feel damn good today. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, again, just like the players going up to Rodgers, like I, you know, some of them saying, I think it was McCole Hardman. I was seven years old when I first started watching you play. And <laughs> Rodgers is like, yeah, that's, I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but he <laughs> yeah. goes, no, it just talks about that you're still able to do it at this level. I mean, that tells you how, how good you've been. They got money to spend too with him taking the $30 million pay cut as well. So maybe they can add some pieces. And I don't know, you know, Coke, uh, Cook's got to make up his mind too, but that could happen as well. We're on a nice run here with with with, with football viewing. With that starting now and it's going to be good, fingers crossed, the quarterback on Netflix and then Johnny Manziel now too. I mean, this is some incredible television we're on. And the Manziel thing, and you have a story about Manziel too, but the story's coming out of that. I mean, we knew going in before it aired about the uh, contemplating suicide and how bad it was for him there as well, but... They were going to have his dad fake a heart attack before the draft combine to avoid the drug test, and then they finding out that when he was at A&M, the four-string quarterback would go in a cup for him, and then just always partying and drinking where the Browns tell his agent, yeah, he's not watching any game film. Well, he's got to be watching some. He's like, no, it's 0.0 on the iPad. He's watching zero game film. Nothing. Not putting any work in. It knows yeah. what going And then there was that report where, like a night before a game, he had a New Year's Eve party with uh, Josh Gordon. And they walked, the security went over to his place and he they, they reeked of alcohol. Mm-hmm. They're like, what are you doing here? Yeah, so, so that's could, when you knew the writing was on the wall. They could actually tra- track the progress on the iPad uh-huh. from the team facility and ba- basically just know like yeah. the guy's not well, taking this something with him. And then on the show, he's like, he's proud of it. He just puts up, how much were you watching? He goes like this. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the story that I have is uh, going back to the year that it was pretty much the end uh, for him was when he came out here to Las Vegas, and it was like uh, before the final week of the season. And uh, I'm doing a show locally here in Las Vegas, and my phone started to blow up in the first segment of the show, and it just would not stop. And I'm like, what is going on? I get to the break, and people are reaching out to me to say, hey, Mitch, uh, we got a good one for you. So like throughout the show, I'm trying to like go back and text and find out exactly what happened. Yeah, he came out here the night before he was supposed to be playing for the Browns. Like, I believe it was week 17 then. And he had a table and party at Hakkasan at the MGM. And he, that's when he did the, the blonde wig and the mustache and the sunglasses. And they're like, that he's here. I, had, I verified it with like three other sources that he came out here. And it ended up breaking that story. And I actually eventually saw the guest list of people who were attending Hakkasan that night. It, it was like, it was a code name for Manziel, but it was right there on the list. Like he wasn't hiding anything. It either said Billy, if I, I had the list at home somewhere, it was either like Billy football or Johnny football on the list. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? And everybody knew it was him involved. And, you know, people, people know each other out here in Las Vegas. Yeah. Like that story was going to come out regardless of what kind of disguise or mask he was going to wear around. And I found out like two days after it happened. And that's pretty, again, that was the, the end was happening already, but that was like the writing on the wall. Like the guy's going to be out of the league. Yes. Well, I think it was a lot like Jamarcus Russell. Even if you didn't have the demons and the problems, you weren't going to be anything anyways. Right. Yes. And I know you tweeted out the Merrill Hodge thing, but oh. it's like, this guy's going to be a bust. He can't play. It's a horrible draft pick by the Browns. What are they thinking? But even if the kid didn't have the demons, he wasn't going to do anything in the league anyways. Well, I mean, it just tells you again, like these <clears throat> first round picks, are so hit and miss. We saw it with Zach Wilson last night. Uh-huh. Guy's been in a total disaster since they took him number two overall, and they were convinced he was going to be the franchise quarterback moving forward. But for 
any team in the league to think that Johnny Manziel was worth a first-round pick back then? I was saying it. I, I'm like, I, what are what are they watching? You think this guy's going to translate to the NFL? And that's when Merrill Hodge came on TV, and he's like, maybe I would consider a fourth-round pick. Maybe. And I don't even think I'd take him then. And oh, then he's sure. going back and forth with Skip and Stephen A. Smith, and Skip just ends ends it by saying, you've never been more wrong in your life. The guy's basically going to be one of the best players in football. Typical, right? <laughs> yeah. That he couldn't be more clueless about something. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's amazing, like some of the hype that we've heard on some of these quarterbacks coming out of the league in years past. And by the way, Merrill Hodge, I think he was right on all of them. I believe he Tebow. Nailed, te- nailed Tim Tebow. Vince Young? Vince, uh, what did he say? I wouldn't take Vince Young in the fifth round? It's something like said. that, yeah. Third, fourth yeah. or fifth round would okay. not take Vince Young. Yep. Whenever that guy had something to say about a quarterback, he was typically going to be spot on. And uh-huh. it, it sounded like it was going against the grain, but only because everybody else was buying the hype. I mean, the Tebow stuff to go in the first round, I mean, clearly the guy couldn't throw a football when he was at Florida. Right. How was that going to work in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Horrible job by McDaniels. Absolutely. Yeah. And gave up picks to do so. All right, and take them. And I, again, I, I said this a couple weeks ago. I've already heard this. I've already heard it this summer. Caleb Williams can't miss. I mean, I love the guy. Yeah. I think the guy's phenomenal. Uh, I would absolutely take him number one next year in the draft. Is he? How can you say can't miss about anybody, really? No. I thought Matt Liner was going to be a stud. There's another one. How good was that guy in college? Sure. I thought Brady Quinn would be a good pro. Yeah, me, me too. Again, the Browns. That's another swing and miss. How many quarterbacks the Browns uh, have missed on. That was another one. So, yeah, you're exactly right. You can't look at this. Yep. I mean, luck was the one sure thing, but it's uh, absolutely. Bust uh, all over. Yep. By the way, uh, very good job by Matt Humans here on the network. He puts uh, this together every single year. I tweeted this out moments ago. It's on vcin.com, and I tweeted it out at Mitch Moss Radio. He put together the NFL preseason quarterback depth charts. And this is something that you definitely want to know, you know, betting preseason games, who's going to be getting the action maybe in the second half or which guys are going to be playing a bunch of uh, snaps. I will remind you that, you know, Skylar Thompson last year as a rookie for the Dolphins played out of his mind. He had a 138 rating, five touchdowns, no INTs. He played really well. So he's the third stringer behind Mike White, who can clearly play. Yeah. So the Dolphins quarterback room. Love Mike White. Is very good. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're, I think, the president of the fan club. Yeah, I moved on. Yeah, I got rid of Keenum, and now I'm on to Mike White. Yep. Yep. Anthony Brown for the Ravens played, and I remember watching him play. I'm like, oh, my God, another quarterback who can play yes. really well for the Ravens in the preseason, exactly what they need. But he had three touchdowns and a rating of 117.7. He's the fourth guy right now on the depth chart for the Ravens. But he'll get some playing time in the preseason. Like, that's going to happen. And then, a cu- like, Bryce Perkins is currently out of the league. The guy was like a revelation for the Rams last year in the preseason. Mm-hmm. He was tremendous. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get that, file it away, print it out. Again, it's at vcin.com, and it's uh, every single quarterback currently in the, the quarterback rotations for every team. Ravens, very good. But again, you have to when you yep. win 23 preseason games in a row. But the other thing is a guy like uh, Thompson Robinson. When the play breaks down, can you just take off and run and get nine yards and extend the drive and keep the chains moving? I mean, that's something that the Ravens have as well. And... Uh, but that's just let's see if they can do it again Saturday night. This is just crazy what they're, they've done the last uh, five, six years preseason. ATS as well. By the way, another takeaway from Rodgers last night. He was very high on DTR before the pre, the Hall of Fame game started. And he's basically said he's a yeah. West Coast guy. I watched him play at UCLA. He's talented. Yeah. He's telling his teammates, like, this guy can play. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's a guy that if he's going to get a bunch of playing time in the preseason, I want to be on the Browns then. Uh, Paulie will recap last night's betting action. Oh, man, some brutal news in Major League Baseball. It's all coming up on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> 
And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Favorites won 11 and 5 last night. But a couple dogs that got the boy, the Brewers are missing a golden opportunity here. They split a four game series at home against the Pirates, and now they get beat at home by the Rockies, who are plus 175. Cubs are right there. Yep. I think they might do this. Nationals plus 165, game two of a doubleheader. They split against the Phillies. Royals plus 160, pounded the Red Sox. Uh, your parody account, uh, someone, well, you, you guys can track this. I'm telling you, this seems like it cashes every night. William Hill puts up yes-no Grand Slam. Got there again. Monday there were two. Yesterday, it's Tucker. More on that coming up. Plus 575 to go deep, but the Grand Slam cashes again. It just seems like it happens all the time with the yes-no. And last night, minus 120 with a full card compared to plus 140 on a smaller card on Monday. Yep. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VSIN.com, our Radio 1 podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Give me the volume up here. They were recording here. They go to work, and they have the camera on the dog. And he, he playing the piano, and he's singing all by himself. Oh, my glasses on. Is that Ray Charles? <laughs> Look at that guy. Look at the beagle, right? <laughs> That's how he entertains That's himself. It. Now, he really gets going at the end. And he go, okay. He, uh, yeah, he, he went on actually playing it for a couple seconds, too, playing the piano. That's exactly right. That's what he does when he's home alone. Uh, Some dogs whine and come, you know, but where I miss my owner, but this is this guy gets into it playing the piano Paul, and singing. You, you have a beagle. Uh-huh. This tells me one thing you need to buy a piano. Okay, I'm yeah. on that. There, yeah. there you go. Uh, this is called How Do We Get Down? It's like Tom Cruise escaping the hospital in Mission Impossible here. I don't know. Look at this on the top of the building. Oh, come it down. From the top of the building on the ledge, he jumps on the pole and then slides all the way down and then just goes about his business into the street. Oh, boy. I, 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 this just passes an entertainment? I don't know. Uh, Are these like paid stuntmen? Like, what, is, what the hell's is, going on here? And it's risky business. Oh, man. Absolutely. Right. Hopefully, uh, he tried that out a couple times. Wasn't doing it for the oh. first time. Sure. Incredible video. This happened last weekend in Las Vegas. The microphone Cardi B threw at an audience member while performing sold on eBay for $99,000. I mean, come on now. What are we doing? I cannot believe someone would want that. And and I think it goes for that price. That's crazy. And there it is. There's the microphone. There's the bid. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it goes, the the person, I think it was going to charity or something. Still, in any event, I mean, who would want that? She fires it, uh, at the person she hit the wrong person 
the case was dismissed, I guess, as well. For the gal who said, hey, I got hit. I I, I hurt my shoulder. Okay. She threw a fastball at me. By the way, $100,000 for a mic and uh, 20 bucks to ship it. <laughs> Tells you how really valuable it is. Okay. Uh, Matt Prem tweeted this. I found this interesting with what was going on with all the movement in college football. It's strange that Utah, Arizona State, Colorado, and Arizona were valued as good TV plays for the Big 12. And USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington for the Big Ten. Now the ACC is considering Cal and Stanford. But together, they couldn't get a deal for the Pac-12. That's well said. That's right. Yes. Right. They're all going everywhere. Except uh, maybe, well, eventually Oregon State and Washington State will wind up somewhere. But together, it's like, nah, can't get it done. (laughs) Great meal had by all. Lotus of Siam. The uh, tribute to Dave Malinsky. Matt Landis, great job. Uh, great to hang out with Michael in Las Vegas, Chris. Unbelievable. The best meal I've ever had at Lotus of Siam, which is saying something. Now, what happened to you? You go in for the first bite. It, could, did you save the shirt? Okay, yeah. first, first of all, I blame you fully for this. Because of the soup? You ordered the beef noodle soup. That was a mistake. And I said, we got to get some bowls. They didn't give us any bowls. And I'm like, Paul, let's get some bowls. You're like, I no, just bowl. take some. I'm like, I- fine. Yeah, yeah, so I, I go in with no the ladle. Bowls. I take some. And I put it down on like a plate, a soup. And it, unbeknownst to me, 10 minutes later, I looked down. Oops, it just splattered everywhere. Can you save it? I don't know. It's, Is it it's, okay? It's, it seems like... Uh, it's baby blue. 0.5% chance. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's my fault. But that, no, I'm, not gonna, I'm really not going to blame you for it. But I mean, no. that that place is awesome. That's the place of Malinsky. But that's obviously love, why we sophisticated went. Sophisticated salad. That's yep. right. In honor of Dave. couple bad beats. Here it is. Batista... Oh, boy. This one hurt. Could have had an eight-game lead over the Astros and uh, had a, would have held a four-game lead over the Rays as well. Orioles plus 110. They led 5 nothing, 6-2 in the eighth, 6-3 in the ninth. Batista blows it. You knew something was wrong. He walked the leadoff guy. But I hate bringing in closers when there's room for air. They're not used to that. He walks the leadoff guy. He had Tucker 0-2, and, and they blow it. That's the first time that's happened all year in the during the baseball season. When a team was down that much and the guy had a grand slam in the ninth inning. Is that right? And by the way, so that's it now. That's it. I'm I'm done talking about it. I will admit the Bautista Cy Young campaign is dead. They could be 32 games over 500. They've blown two games in the in the bottom of the ninth the last week. Pirates plus 145 led in the ninth and lost. They got me again. I cannot win a baseball bet. The Blue Jays allowed three hits and lost. That's the second time in a week I've lost one nothing. One nothing Cleveland. Ooh, incredible. Power ratings, picks, previews, predictions, pro. VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get the all-access pass to our betting tools, betting splits, and the college football and NFL betting guides. The only way to get the guides and everything we have to offer, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Do exactly that. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, also, the really bad news yesterday for the Tampa Bay Rays. It is uh, unlikely that their ace, Shane McClanahan, will come back and pitch at all in 2023. Now, that's an absolute killer. Right, And I've been writing this team off now for a long time, basically because of uh, if this team didn't have any injuries, they'd... Well, Rasmussen, I, 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 Fleming, Glasnow's hurt now, too. Springs, who was off That's to a great one. start. Right, I, right. I'd probably be, like, they'd probably be, who knows how many wins they would have right now. They might be running away with the one seed and in the American League East overall. Right. But this is another injury wow. now that just knocks him down. And I, how, do they, how do they survive all this? If they win the division, I'm going to be violently ill. I mean, this is going to be... I'm, Pissed off to no end, but what do you, what do you think? The other thing is, would they shock the world and, and catch the Orioles? Maybe it's a great organization, but the other thing is, Seattle is on fire. Can Tampa hold off uh, a Seattle, which they're only six up in the loss column, and Seattle's won nine of eleven. Mm-hmm. Gilbert with a gem last night. So that's I could I could see both things are in play. I, yeah. They're just so good that they're still going to win games, or it's. No McClanahan, so many injuries, you can't overcome this, and they could just, but but still, what are they, 23 games over 500, something like that? But do you still think they'll make the playoffs? Do you think they can do anything if they make the playoffs? No, you can't overcome this. I I just, I I can't see it happening. No starting pitching, though. I mean, it just, Hefflin's out of hell. By the way, what will this say about the organization if they do survive it? I know. Make the playoffs and then somehow win, you know, a round or two rounds in the playoffs and keep advancing deep? (laughs) Like, that's, that's it's, no a, good. it's it's very unfortunate for the team because they've been a great story. They got off to that blistering hot start, you know, the 13 game winning streak. 
They were the talk of Major League Baseball, and then it's just, you know, a wrecking ball. And that can happen to a team. But you take the ace now off the team with everybody else that you just mentioned, it's going to be like, well, how do they patch it together? Yeah. You can't go a bullpen game every single night. Yep. And then Eflin thrown in there like every fifth day. Yeah, yeah. It's getting interesting now. I mean, this is Seattle's a game behind Toronto in the loss column. One game behind them. And Toronto's 13 games over and playing well. I mean, this is Seattle trading yeah. people and, and winning games here now. Well, it's, and they still have four left against Tampa, so. I, I think the Mariners are going to get in. I've been saying that for you I think, said two that, weeks. Yeah, yeah. We were surprised they didn't go with our, our draft with the Blackjack tournament. Yeah, I thought that team was the definitely schedule, the schedule the way it schedule unfolded was easy at the time. coming up, right? Yep. Not the Padres again. Just cannot hit. No, what a bizarre season. It's a, it's a sad year for that team, obviously. Yep. So, and the, by the way, the Rangers again last night. I know the competition. I know who they're playing. No, it doesn't matter. They have not lost yet this month. Eight in a row. A run line easy. You got you Montgomery going today. Maybe Montgomery does the same thing he did last year. Was having an average season. Gets dealt. No one could touch him in St. Louis. Maybe the same thing happens now. As he goes to get, what are the A's? What to see that record? 32 and 82. Yep. They're going to win 45 games? Yeah. Their updated win total has been in the mid to high 40s pretty much the entire year. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine that it's going to happen. How do they touch 50 wins? Can't see it. By the way, what a night for Bautista to blow that lead. He came into uh, Omar's whistle finally last night. They were trying to get him on board with like, oh, uh, did they? With Diaz last year coming out to Tommy Trumpet's plane. That's the first time that I noticed it anyway. He's coming out. The whole place is going nuts. Why would he not shut the game down and end it 6 3? And then we just give up a run and he blows up. He blows a three run lead. That was a killer loss. So now Cole's just going to run away and hide. I think probably with the Cy Young. He allowed five earned in 52 innings coming into the game. He gives up four last night with the granny. But then again, it's, this has been, you know, watching this last couple of weeks. They got to stop walking people with the, the, the bullpen. Oh, I know. I mean, well, the starters have been great again. Rodriguez yeah. was awesome again. He was. And look, I mean, they can get to anybody, Paul. That's right. This offense can rake. They blew they, up Valdez last night. They sat on leads, though. I mean, it's 5 nothing. You got to keep yeah. going, though. Keep adding to that. All right. We're going to talk to uh, VSIN betting analyst Josh Eppelbaum up next. He's got uh, three games on today's MLB slate that he's got his eye on. He'll break them all down for you and come up with bets next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on v Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit v to check the current betting sports data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Another way we're here to help you make, a smarter, make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out the betting splits every game, v Talk some uh, Major League Baseball on the card today. Get a couple of bets here from VSIN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum. You can uh, download, subscribe, and listen to his two podcasts, Market Insights and Morning Bets, wherever you get your podcast. Josh, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for the time today. As always, we appreciate it. Uh, let's begin with the Cubbies and the Mets. Who knows, man? Maybe the Cubs do pull off this division in the NL Central. They are trotting Kyle Hendricks in his, uh, I don't know, 82-mile-an-hour fastball out on the mound today. <laughs> They're small favorites. Do you like him in the Cubs, or do you like the Mets at home? Mitch and Paulie, great to be with you. I like the Cubbies in this spot. They've been playing great baseball. They're 14-4 and their last 18 games, fighting for a playoff spot. And I think now that we're past the trade deadline, guys, you can kind of see who the buyers are, who the sellers are. Obviously, the Mets were a team with a huge expectations. The owner, Cohen, spent a ton of money. They packed it in. He didn't get his return on investment. So we have a Mets team who sold. We have a Cubs team who, you know, small uh, small B buyers. They picked up uh, Heimer Candelario, who's been a pretty good bat to their lineup. But I'm hoping uh, Hendricks comes through today, Mitch, as the uh, you know to modern day Greg Maddox here throwing yep. 82 miles an hour. But I like this move toward the Cubbies today because you, this game actually opened around a pick'em, guys. It was around you know minus 105, minus 110, uh, minus 110 both sides. Now you're seeing the Cubs get moved up a little bit to minus 115. I'm looking at a couple of shops that are even inching up toward minus 120. So we got some movement toward the Cubs. Also, if you look at the bet split. Pretty good pro and Joe combination here in favor of the Cubs. They're getting 79% of bets using our VEASAN.com bet splits coming directly from DraftKings, but 89% of the money. So it seems to me the public is saying, hey, fade the Mets. They've, they've been sellers. 
play the Cubs because they've been playing pretty well. But then also, wise guys are also saying the value of the number in the Cubs at pretty much just a juiced up price here is wor- worthwhile. Also, a pretty good betting system. If you look at non-division road favorites, guys, this is one of, been my, one of my angles when, you, when you're betting Major League Baseball. I like to play dogs in divisional matchups because of the familiarity, kind of levels the playing field, leads to more you know closer games and upset opportunities. But non-division road favorites, it's a way to go contrarian. Public t- tends to like, uh, not exactly in this spot, but typically home teams. So if you go with road team, as well as a team that's in a uh, different division, that lack of familiarity really benefits uh, that non-division road favorite. That's around 62% the last three years. You have better bats here with the Cubbies. They're hitting 257 versus 237 for the Mets. Also big bullpen edge here. According to our colleague Steve Mackinnon, plus 12 bullpen rating for the Cubs. Minus 12 for the Mets. Remember, they had Diaz get hurt. They traded away Robertson. Cubs also the third best Major League Baseball team against left-handed pitchers this year, going up against uh, David uh, Robertson, who's got an ERA over five. The Cubs are 20 and 16, 56% against lefties. Also, if you look at the Mets, they're the second worst team in baseball, guys, as a dog. When they're expected to lose, they typically do. They're just 9 and 30, uh, 23% as a dog. And again, we have a team buying, playing well versus a team selling uh, who's got the line going away from them. Add it all up, guys. I think it's an opportunity here to back the Cubbies. I'm on the Cubs at minus 115. All right, it's a four-game set in Cleveland. It continues. Uh, we talked about Blue Jay Kikuchi goodly yesterday, <laughs> but they give up three hits and lose one nothing. You want to back Gossman here in the Jays? I do, and probably should have taken that under yesterday. I was a lean for me, and it's always funny, guys, when you lean and you don't play it, it always wins. Uh, you never forget the ones you lean and don't play that lose. But uh, anyway, here, I'm going to go with Gossman. I think it's an opportunity uh, after they split the first two poly to back Toronto in this spot. Uh, number one pitching matchup, Gosman's been great pretty much all year. Eight and six with a 3.20 ERA. Logan Allen, meanwhile, he's been decent as well. Five and four, 3.65 ERA. This is a really big betting system play for me in terms of system matches and the situation that the Toronto uh, Blue Jays are in. Number one, a little bit of movement. You know, they open as low as minus 135, minus 140. They're ticking up to around minus 150. So to me, when I'm looking at steam and line movement, Obviously, not every line move will, will, will win, but if you get 10 cents of movement or more, that tells me that it's not just a small adjustment. You're taking in some sharp action across the marketplace, so line is going to Toronto in this spot. Uh, but what I, really, what I really like here is a sweet spot road favorite. If you look at road favorites in baseball, guys, when they're between minus 120 and minus 150, that quote-unquote sweet spot, they're 167 and 104 this year, 62% with an 8% return on investment. Also, American League East favorites, when they're playing a team in particular from the AL Central, they've dominated. They are 68 and 24, 74% this year with uh, 18 units won. So if you bet 100 bucks, you're up $1,800. Mm. Some good correlative betting value as well. If I'm on a favorite, guys, I want a, a game in a low total game. This one is a total of eight. So a fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely to come from uh, that favorite there. And then also another bullpen edge, plus 11 versus just a plus three. And I'm not sure about Jose Ramirez. I'm not sure if he's going to play today or not. He's appealing his suspension. If he's out, you're probably going to see this line shoot up even further to Toronto. But I'm going to back the Jays in this spot. I'll sweat Gosman guys around, you know, minus 145. Let's okay. follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, Josh Applebaum's our guest. One final game here for you, Josh. Cardinals. And the Rays, Beeks is going in this game for the home team, Tampa, against Hudson. And, uh, in fact, in the last uh, five minutes or so, we've had a little bit of movement here at a couple of spots in Las Vegas anyway. Tampa Bay opened up around minus 145. They're ticking up to about a, uh, minus 155 now at several spots the way it looks. Uh, do you agree with the move? I do. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay here. And good point by you, Mitch. And I think, you know, when you're sweating baseball, you know, people got to go to work. You know, they got busy lives. But this is kind of the witching hour, this, like, you know, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern time, you'll see a lot of moves. So if you like some spots and you think you can beat the closing line, you probably want to hit these games early. But you're totally right. We're seeing this line go toward Tampa Bay. Played them last night, uh, came through for me. I'm going to go right back to the wall of Tampa Bay here today. You mentioned it, about 10 cents of steam, now 15 cents, minus 140-ish, taking up past minus 150, 77% of bets but more than 85% of the money here is going with Tampa Bay. You also, again, we talked about that. We talked about the Cubs uh, in the Mets game, buyer-sellers. Now, you didn't have to see a ton of moves from Tampa Bay. This is a St. Louis team that had high expectations. They sold off Flaherty a couple parts here. This is a team that, you know, will probably play, you know, battle down the stretch, but a team that kind of the writing's on the wall just isn't their year versus Tampa, who has great motivation to play. They're trying to uh, beat out the uh, the Orioles, who, by the way, Orioles, you know, backbreaking loss. Had them last night, guys. Yep. What a meltdown yeah. from that bullpen in Bautista. But another system match play for me, if you'll get interleague favorites, always lean favorites, interleague play, 
lack of familiarity, benefiting the better team. But in particular, if you're an interleague favorite off a win, you're taking in some momentum. Those teams are 169 and 100 this year, 63% with a 5% ROI. And then if you also get American League East favorites versus non-AL East teams, they're 176 and 93, 65%. So a couple matches here uh, on the Rays. Rays also been a really good team at home at the Trop. They're 38 and 19, 67%. Both teams are about, you know, 256. Hitting's kind of equal, but the pitching is a big advantage here for Tampa. ERA of 3.77 versus around uh, four and a half for the Cardinals and a much better bullpen rating too, plus 15 versus minus six. So uh, I'm going to take Tampa Bay here, guys. Again, I think this is the beauty of baseball now. We're all excited about football, but we have a lot of data on these teams. We know the buyers and sellers. You can kind of apply uh, multiple boxes getting checked off, a line move and kind of the, the buyer versus the seller matchup here, I think it's a valuable spot down the stretch. So I'll take Tampa and lay the minus price. You can get Josh's two podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast, Morning Insights and uh, Market, I'm sorry, Morning Bets and Market Insights. Josh, thanks for the time today. Best of luck. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. You too. Be good. Okay. So a little bit there on uh, today's card. Uh, Cubbies, 10 sure. cent move now this morning. You agree? Yeah, that's yeah. awful. Cubs are in the playoffs if they started today. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. See if Tampa can do this, 69 and 46. If anyone can pull it off, it's the race with all these injuries. But that's uh, obviously horrible news yesterday. It is. I mean, I, you really have, to have a lot of respect for this organization. Yeah. They probably knew something was wrong. He was getting roughed up uh, last couple starts. Well, remember, it goes back to, uh, I think that was in, uh, I'm not going to put a timestamp on it because it was a while ago. When the manager came out to pull him in that one start that was early mm. in the game, and McClan ends, I don't, he yeah. was mad. Yeah. He was, I don't want to come yeah. out. He said, Dude, you're coming out of the game right now. Big one from uh, Flaherty tonight, too. Yeah, and I you, would agree. You bounce back after blowing that game, and if he, if you, if the velocity's there again, like what he did shutting down Toronto, this would be enormous for the Orioles. If he comes out there and and he's an ace, and he can go b- beat uh, Houston and Toronto back to back to start. Scherzer's done it. See if Flaherty can do it now, and you get this big deadline acquisition. Well, I'm on board with you because uh, I need the Orioles to win that division. Ten to one, based on bets. Yep. Yeah. Have did, to. You, did you get involved yesterday? You're going to wait. No, I haven't done anything. Plus 150 on, on the, race? the race. Yeah. No, I haven't done anything. But although this is a, uh, I mean, it's an easy stretch for the race. It is. It's not easy. You know, but has it been easy for the Orioles? Not at all. That's and they, right. They've survived here, and uh, you know, they they are getting a struggling Javier tonight. Yep. So if I yep. mean this offense, like we talked about, they yep. they just mash one through nine basically. I think they're going to get to Javier. Here's what the Blue Jays... Now, remember, Toronto again only a game up on Seattle in the loss column. Cubs, Phillies, Reds, Orioles. They're 2-8 and eight against them. Then it's... Listen to this. It's Cleveland, Washington, Colorado, Oakland, Kansas City. Oh. Yikes. Although Washington's can really playing do pretty some good da- ball. Yeah, right. Oh, no doubt. Yep. But then you close Texas, Boston, Yankees, Tampa, Yankees, Tampa. So... so like we've been saying all year, though, a very good team is going to be left out in the American League. I would agree with that. Maybe yep. two. All right. Most of us in the uh, gambling racket are anxiously, uh, anxiously awaiting Billy Walter's upcoming book. Uh, maybe for those who don't know, possibly the best, probably actually, the best sports better of all time. Based on one single tweet, the anticipation is now off the charts. We'll tell you what somebody said who read the book about Phil Mickelson. Oh, mama. That's coming up next here on VSIN. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Doubleheader tomorrow, NFL Network. Football's here. Every weekend till February. And VSIN has everything you need to make it a successful season. College football betting guide features best bets from writers, on air personalities, team previews every team, who's going to win the Heisman. NFL betting guide to help you tackle the upcoming NFL season. Over 70 pages, best bets on win totals, futures, and props. Great job, Steve Mackinnon. Teams to improve and decline. Become a subscriber today for as low as $19. Get both guides. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Thanks to the email, FTM at vcin.com from Nick. Uh, he told us that uh, Bautista has been coming out to Omar's whistle since uh, last year. Now, I don't watch every Orioles game. I do watch some. I've been high on this team since last year. Last night, honestly, the first, I don't think they showed on TV or uh, maybe I, mi- I missed it. But I saw, I didn't even see it on TV last night. I saw it on social media for the first time. So I clearly missed that one. But uh, it has not been a big deal. I don't know why. It should have been a big deal. We talked about that earlier in the year, like to get his campaign really going here to come out to something like Diaz did last year with the Trumpets. And, okay, not 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 a big enough deal, evidently, if uh, they've been doing it since last year. I'm stunned. I can't believe he did that. He blows a save. It's okay. But to blow a three-run lead, and he have Tucker 0-2, and the leadoff walk, and it was just... They have Tucker 0-2, Mateo to misplay that the center. God, yeah. I don't know how he did that. Yeah. Just a horrible job by him in center field. And then he couldn't close the door. He, it was a great at-bat by uh, Tucker. Phenomenal at-bat. That that team is, they are like cockroaches, man. How about this tweet? Respect them. From yeah. Alan Shipnuck. Remember, he uh, covers golf. He's the he's the golf writer who came out during this, uh, when Liv started to branch out to become a thing. And I think, was he writing like scathing Stories about Liv. Greg Norman. Norman was, kicked him out. Norman kicked him out. He was standing behind him at one point. Shipduck didn't know. Norman is staring right at him with a smile on his face. Oh, Shipduck texted, uh, texted him. He goes, hey, your security, your goons just kicked me out. What gives? Norman's like, I don't know anything about it. He's standing right behind him. He's right him. behind him. Yeah. Four feet behind him with a smile oh. on his face. Yes. So this, he got his hands in a copy of uh, Billy Walter's upcoming autobiography called Gambler. And here's what he tweeted yesterday. Allen tweeted, he can't say anything specific yet since he had to sign an NDA, but Billy is quite a character, and it's a wild read. Walters devotes two chapters to his ex-friend, Phil Mickelson. He has all the receipts on Phil's sports betting, and holy bleep is what he tweeted. I mean, yeah, I was already going to read the book and get it the first day it comes out, but... You see something like this now, it's like, oh, my God. All you had to hear was two chapters. That, that's and right. It was going to be explosive. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. And he has all the receipts. So, yeah, I can't wait. He's, he's here for Bet Bash as well, going to the Hall of Fame here. Uh, great job by Circa and putting that together with uh, Derek Stevens. So this is uh, going to be explosive. And it's just going to be, you know, it'll be interesting how people react. Because, I mean, Mickelson's a degenerate, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, well documented. He had that big futures ticket the year the Ravens won the Super Bowl was with the nasty defense, not the Flacco team. 
Uh, I think he cashed half a million dollars, didn't tip a dime. Yeah, they threw a big party for him. With big the big party for him when he cashed the ticket. Didn't yeah. cough up a buck. No, yep. cheap bastard. Uh, but it's uh, you know this will this will be great. And but that's you know, as Walters has said the whole time. You just go to bed for your friend. Can you tell the truth? Can you help me out? So concerned about your image, which has gone down the drain in any ways with the live stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you help a guy out here? But I'm sure it's just going to be, he owed him so much money, Walters felt bad and gave him the stock tip and tried to help him out. And then, you know, Phil, you know, Phil just, I'll give the money back and it's okay. What? Okay. So <laughs> where has your head gone thinking how nuts this actually might be with Mickelson? He bet on everything. The amounts of money that he was betting was astronomical. How so? What do you What do you mean? Well, I just like uh, like was he betting WNBA or, or yeah? I mean, my guess I mean, is well, he, we know this. The guy's on the tour actually playing, and and he's going off on to check fantasy scores. No, and I stuff. know. And, my my guess is some of the bets, some of like the individual bets he was making, that's going to blow our mind. I just googled Phil Mickelson's net worth. Do you want to take a shot? You want to take a wild guess what he's what worth? What is Phil Mickelson worth? Uh, I was going to guess extremely high. I Wait. was I would not I was not even going to be close. Two hundred million. Not even close. Not even close. Not even in the ballpark. Now you're is, not even in the neighborhood. What is it? Um, some raw calculations according to Sportico, eight hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Mickelson claims he's almost a billionaire. Come on. First thing that popped up, and I will believe it because it's the internet and it never lies. Now with the live, yeah. I guess. Yeah, with Olivia on top of everything else, and plus all the endorsements <laughs> that he's had. The internet never lies. <laughs> and and like the yeah. uh, the royalties and everything else that he's been involved with with golf. I'll I'll, I'll buy that. Do you think he was betting a thousand dollars a game? <laughs> he was probably betting. He's probably betting six figures on a game if he can. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I can't wait to read it. Same game parlays. <laughs> uh, Get a tease. The Al Leiter was talking about Phil Mickelson <laughs> all those yeah. years ago. He was yeah. going to be putting guys yeah. are going to be driving around from state to state, getting five hundred thousand dollars on the first pitch of a game being a ball. I was already excited because yeah. I knew I knew he was going to go after him. I was confident. It's Billy Walters. He's going to go after him. The guy did time. Uh, yeah, and it was you know he was emotional because about you know see, he couldn't see his grandkids and all. I mean daughter, kids, whatever. Um, and and this is just you know he's been he's ripped the guy. Numerous times. No, nope, about you know, step up for me. Come on, sure. Tell the truth. Go to bat for me. So I had to do time. Mm-hmm. And because of that, because Phil never did, and Billy had to go away for a while. I mean, there was no doubt that uh, he was gonna. Okay, fine, pal. If this is what you want, this is what you're gonna get. How is this gonna taste? And Billy Walters has absolutely zero reason to make any of this up. Obviously, I'm not gonna say uh, this happened. I'm not speculating, but to say he goes off on Phil. Who's to say he doesn't get into Phil's personal life? Mm-hmm. But what he, I'm not talking about sports betting. You know, other stuff. Sure. Maybe he takes maybe a shot get, somehow. Sure. Yep. Maybe he's got, yeah, maybe he's got good stories too. Um, this happened when we got off the air yesterday. A lot of people upset. I don't blame him. Michael Lombardi. Why is Ron Rivera airing his team's unhappiness in public? Isn't he the leader, the man responsible for handling the problems? Classic case of absence of leadership. I mean, to go out in the media and say some guys think Eric Bieniemy's coaching them too hard and they're concerned. Why are you putting them on Front Street? Why are you telling the media that? And, you know, it's more on your players. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, this is something to follow in Washington. And we got a guest on coming up later. Good timing as we preview the Washington football team today. But this is, well, it's too intense. I like that all these former Kansas City players came out and backed them. Good for them to say, hey, Eric's a good coach. This is what he, and, you know, I've met the guy a couple times. I, j- I just can't believe that Rivera would put the guy on front street like this as a head coach. Yeah, they, they all made a point. Tyreek Hill, now with the Dolphins, he didn't have to do that. He came out on Twitter and he said he's going to make you better. Knock it off. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Charles said this, uh-huh. running back, former running back with the Chiefs. A bunch of guys came out and said, what? What are you talking about here? And, uh, I mean, Lombardi has made his point pretty clear about Ron Rivera going into the season. Now, this is uh, Mike Pritchard. Former player who's on this network. He comes on with us during the football season. A lot of other shows as well. He played with Eric Bieniemy at Colorado, but he came on the network yesterday and he had this to say about the entire situation. Put it this way, you know, I I, I had a ton of respect for Ron Rivera because I mean I think he's a trailblazer when it comes to being a head coach, a minority type of head coach situation. Um, but my goodness, uh, what he just did to Eric uh, was was uh, a fireable offense. You know, I mean, I, 
you have to be united as a coaching staff. You have to be on the same page. You have to present that to the players as if you're on the same page. But if you're taking sides, then, then what are you doing? You know, as a better, this gives you so much information about that organization right now, right? Every man for himself mentality. Certainly, we know Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio boys. They've been boys for a long time. Eric's the outsider. You know, did Ron Rivera hire Eric or was that a Mayhew? higher from a GM standpoint, right? And for Ron Rivera to even come public with something that should be in-house, something that should be, you know, behind closed doors, that is mind-boggling to me. Good job, Mike. Yep. Here's the quote. Jack Del Rio has his approach. Having been a head coach, Jack has a tendency to try to figure guys out a little more as opposed to, hey, this is it. This is the way it's going to be. Eric hasn't had that experience yet. Said this to the media. Yeah. It's his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That they specifically brought in for this year. Yeah. They plucked him away from the Chiefs. I think Garrett Listen, was going to be on I, the – yeah. I know Chernoff got into it yesterday, too, about you know out of touch. And he's, I mean, I'm not saying he needs to know every, every scenario, but the fact that Rivera didn't know they were eliminated from the playoffs last year before – It's a pretty this, telling moment, Paul. Yes. And it's, again, a, it's a bad look. You can't – Mike's right. And that was his reaction last year – openly to the media. I mean, and then this year, I mean, he's he's transparent for sure. Also, um, that first coach fired thing is looking a little bit juicier by the day. I know they get the Cardinals in week one. If they lose that game, he's already on the hot seat, in my opinion. Didn't that strike you as odd? I agree. But that's, yeah. you know, he's too intense. Too intense. Too, too intense. intense? Football? Oh, boy. All right, this is VEASAN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. There's plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebertard, and Ross Tucker. Here at VEASAN, Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting analysts and experts in the business. You can check out all of it with the best analysis at VEASAN.com. And coming up next, two more hours here on this show on VEASAN, our buddy Indy Jeff Seeley will give you his best bets for the St. Jude Classic and the FedEx Cup Championship. That's next. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 